Gunsmoke, transcribed earlier today from CBS. and the smell of gun smoke. Gun smoke, starring William Conrad, the transcribed story of the violence that moves west with young America. United States Marshal. You 
want a beer, Chester? Oh, no, sir. If you don't mind, Mr. Dillon, I think I'll go on down to the depot. The Santa Fe is about due, and I like to watch it come in. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll leave you here, then. Sure do thank you, though, all the same. Well, uh, I didn't say that I was buying. You'd have had to. I'm broke. <laughs> Man has to be mighty careful of what he says around you. I'll see you later. Okay, sir. Come all the way across the plaza. I wanted to talk to you about uh, the 
wedding tomorrow. Oh? You ought to be talking to Mike Blocker. He's the one that's getting married. We ain't, are we, Webb? No, we ain't. <laughs> Did you think we were? All right, that's enough. You're not dealing with Mike Blocker now. You're dealing with me, and my temper's a whole lot quicker than his. No offense, Marshal. Webb didn't mean nothing. No, I didn't mean nothing. We're just in kind of good spirits. On account of the wedding and all? For sure, you know how it is, Mark. You call it good spirits to try to get a man hurt two days before his wedding? How? Cutting the cinch on his saddle. Oh. Mike told you. He did. He didn't seem to mind as much as you do, Mark. Don't be fooled by that. If Mike ever does get mad, there's going to be trouble. But I'm telling you to leave him alone. We ain't going to do nothing. Maybe a little chivalry after the wedding, that's all. I don't want either one of you anywhere near that wedding. Oh, now, Marshal, we was invited. The invitation's off. You understand me? Oh, the Marshal... Shut up, Webb. He's the law. We won't go near the wedding if he says so. Oh, sir, we won't go nowhere as near it. That satisfy you, Marshal? <laughs>
found Chester outside, but there was no sign of Plummer and Webb. We figured they must have sneaked into Matilda's room during the wedding ceremony, and while she stood downstairs happily becoming nice bribes, they were up there ripping her trousseau to pieces. Still, I was less worried about her than about Mike. It was one thing to plague him, but to practice this cruelty on Matilda might well be the last straw. Chester and I went from saloon to saloon, but Plummer and Webb seemed to have disappeared. The left turn, Mr. Dillon. Yeah, the oasis over there is the only place we haven't been into yet. Might as well have a look. It's making pretty bold calling this place the oasis. Oh, why? It's the poorest saloon in town. A thirsty jackass wouldn't stop here to sniff a rain barrel. Yeah, not if he knew his way around, he wouldn't. Mm. Look at there. Even the door's busted off. Sleep, asleep. 
was so mad I, I don't remember much of anything. I think he knocked me on the head while I was finishing off Webb. I know I ain't seen Plummer since. I've just been down to the Oasis. Joe ain't seen him neither. Well, nobody has, I know. But where were you? Oh, I was awful drunk, Marshal. I must have got as far as Kelly's stable. Crawled into a stall there. At least that's where I woke up this morning. Well, I'm going to have to lock you up, Mike. Yeah, that's why I come. Marshal, that was a bad thing they'd done to Matilda. Yeah, it was. But you shouldn't have killed anybody for it. Well, maybe. Lock him up, Chester. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll bring back some coffee. This way, Mike. up a man like you, Mike? Uh, if you didn't, Chester, I'd just go find Plummer and kill him. There you are. Yeah. Mr. Dillon be back directly. Then you can have some coffee. I don't want nothing.
Something like that. 